Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey! Quiet on the set! It's IWS Radio, starring the IWS players, Guy on your dick, Slider Ballscock, Joshua, Bobby Craft, Reverend Moneymaker, Paul Pyatt, Dusty Sandman, Stubby Stonehenge, featuring Canada's own Jamie Maple Leaf, along with special guest star Schmoop. <laughs> <laughs> and now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J Man. Mwah. Mwah. Yeah, baby. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and welcome once again to another exciting edition of IWS Radio. A.K.A. I'm with Stupid. This is the J-Man coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting right next to me a few hundred miles to my north-northeast, a man who knows it all, but he doesn't make a big deal about it. Matt Man, bitches. Matt Man is an expert on many things. Unfortunately... Being funny is not one of the things that he is an expert at. <laughs> well, that's her. Greetings, cheers, and welcome to I'm With Stupid. This is the Batman coming to you live from the palatial yet evidently unfunny digs of Bagwine, Ohio. How the hell are you, J-Man? Well, <laughs> You know, I was doing okay until, I guess she meant, she's only mentioned you as being unfunny, didn't mention me as being unfunny, so. No, yeah, not I'm at okay. all. She was pretty <laughs> specific. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> it wasn't one of those, you know, IWS radio isn't funny, it was really just about you there. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. And the she we are talking about, of course, is Jamie, mm-hmm. our own. Miss Maple Leaf. Yeah, you do, huh, baby? Yeah. Well, she can put me down anytime she'd like, Jay. It's okay with <laughs> Yeah. Just bring it on. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And thanks a lot for another awesome introduction, Jamie. Yeah. She's good at that. She is. Good at a lot of things, I bet. I bet she is. In fact, she told us the other day on the at IWSRadio.com she'd be listening today from her bed. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. We should do a bed show sometime. We should. You, me, 
her all in the same bed. (laughs) All in the same bed. Yeah, Yeah. all of us in the same bed, kind of John and Yoko like. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hold a little bed in on IWS Radio. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We could sing Give Peace a Chance. Uh That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. And with that, Jamie has logged out, (laughs) J-Man. I'm out of here. Bye. (laughs) Done. And she's back. Well, anyway, how the hell are you on this gorgeous first full day of summer, 2014? Oh, that's right. That's right. It is the first day of summer. Was it uh, yesterday, the longest day of the year, or today, one of the two? Yesterday. Yesterday, long as yeah. yeah, all the fr- all the freaks and weirdos gathered around Stonehenge. Uh-huh. Played hippie music and danced and yeah. And watched made, stone shadows. <laughs> made made offerings to the sun gods and sure. what have you. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice, warm, very humid. Yeah. Quick. Quickly right back into that pattern, about a 30, 40% chance of rain every day for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah. Little pop-up storms here and there. Yeah. People who do get rain will get very heavy rain. <laughs> Everybody else will get nothing. Yeah. And, of course, J-Man, with the threat of severe pop-up storms. Your TV station out of Springfield, Missouri, will have to pop in and interrupt regular scheduling. Yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you back to Jeopardy in just a moment. But it's yeah. rainy near Lake of the Ozarks, so we need to go there live. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Well, we have a live shot uh, of clouds. You gotta let them do that. Them. You gotta let them do that because they're experts, Jamie. Yeah, well, I guess so. Even <laughs> even experts can be an alarmist every once in a while, right? Yeah. Really? No. Yeah, really? Looks, looks, looks like we're going to have a few days of sunshine, but that's not always good. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that How are you doing, man? Blight. No, How am I doing? I'm doing all right. A little stomach problem. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Got some rumblings <laughs> and grumblings going on since about, oh, I don't know, 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon. Got a lot of reading done over the last, what, 18 hours in the bathroom. Went through several Sports <laughs> Illustrated. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you're an expert on whatever the hell they were writing about, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Went through an onion, the best of onion compendium, again. <laughs> Does that just stay in the bathroom? Yeah. So if I plagiarize something today by saying it, it's only because I've been reading it for the past 18 hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's just <laughs> seared into so my got, mind. You, uh, you seem to be suffering from that uh, recalled Velveeta. Stomach disturb- disturbance. Well, yeah. You know, I, I initially <laughs> scoffed at it because how can <laughs> Velveeta go bad? 
And then I, I had second like thoughts. Re- but here's the thing, J-Man. <laughs> Before I went into work yesterday, or uh, Friday, Schmoop insists that I should have a grilled ham and cheese sandwich. Really? Yeah. With the recalled Velveeta. Yeah. And then last didn't, night, I came home and... Have a, go ahead. Didn't have appropriate levels of preservatives in it. Well, that's what they say. I don't know how that can be. <laughs> that's all it is, is preservatives, right? Exactly. I mean, even if it only had 25% of usual, come on now. <laughs> And then last night I get home, and, you know, I've been eating those frozen sausage patties I've told you about. Uh-huh. Well, she already had it cooked up and covered in foil and ready for me to go, and I had that about, I don't know, 12.30 last night, and I take the foil off, and look, each patty <laughs> is co- covered with an apple slice of Velveeta. A recalled Velveeta. A recalled Velveeta. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, <clears throat> there were these couple, the Macaulays, right? And uh-huh. Mrs. Macaulay, it turns out, was slowly trying to poison her husband, Mac, with <laughs> rat poison in his scotch. And he gets sicker and sicker and sicker. As he was You're drinking. kidding me. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, that's not quite as blatant as the, uh, here's the Velveeta that was supposed to be recalled on top of some greasy sausage patties. Eat up, darling. <laughs> yeah, and here's the funny I thing. I want you to live and, a long time. <laughs> that's right. Here's the funny thing. Schmoop's a big Velveeta fan. But when I asked her what she had yesterday, she said, a salad. <laughs> And then, guess what we're having tonight, J-Man? Oh, boy. Cheese dip? (laughs) Just go straight for it? No, not cheese dip. However, (laughs) we are... Where the hell did it go? We are having um, hot dogs and... Velveeta shells and cheese. <laughs> really? <laughs> She's just going for the jugular now. <laughs> Man. Huh. Why don't she just stab you in your sleep, for God's sakes? Exactly. Get it over with. Come on. <laughs> Unless, of course, she just wants to see you suffer. Or, yeah. or she's just waiting until she knows she has a job for sure. <laughs> right, well. <laughs> yeah, so that's how my week's been. All right, then. Sounds good. <clears throat> yeah. Hopefully nice you'll uh, be around for another week. but I hope so. Because not looking likely right point. now, but... Well, no, but if I can hold on to our 4th of July show, that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? I'd like to do a show about history before I become history. 
<laughs> just want to celebrate America one more time. That's right. Come on. One last big Go USA celebration. So I did have a big incident, uh, not a big incident, but a fun incident of a beer mine this week. Friday night, J-Man, about 7.30. A guy rolls in. He doesn't come through the drive-thru because he's got a camper on his pickup truck. And he walks in and he says, hey, this is a pretty good setup you got, this drive-thru thing. So he's evidently not from Ohio. And he wants a 12-pack of yingling light, so I get his yingling light, and then I notice the plate on his trailer, and it's Iowa. <coughs> Excuse me. Iowa. The Iowa. So yeah. I got him his yingling light. He gave me his money. I gave him his change, and as he was leaving, I said, when you get back home, you tell jo- Joni Ernst that the map man said hi. So that was kind of... <laughs> what do you say? He actually chuckled and said, if I see her, I will. <laughs> All right. Hey, quick shout out to our good friend, Curvy Jones, who retweeted the show. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, Curvy. All right. And shout out to folks in the chat room. Oh, yeah. Along with our favorite Canadian. We got some other Sue in there. We got some guests hanging out. We got a bunch of people listening in on their mobile devices, their iPhones, iPads, Androids, or what have you. They're probably know-it-alls. Yeah, all the, you know, all those people sitting around with their their high-end gadgetry. Lady <coughs> folk. We've lost uh, anyway. the studio audience, J-Man. No, I hope she comes back. <laughs> well, she will. She had to go put the cat down. The cat was getting okay. a little chatty. <laughs> and I don't mean that she's killing him, folks. Come on now. <laughs> killing her. <laughs> yeah, Corky decided this was the week to speak. <laughs> Corky, Corky decided that she wanted to be a radio star. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peter the only excitement people. going on... <laughs> <laughs> the only excitement going down going on down here is that my upstairs neighbors are in quite an interesting little cycle. Yeah, they are. They're up and down, aren't they? Almost yes, literally, every other, literally. Yeah, every other day. It's an every other day thing. They they uh, they argue one night, they make up the next. Argue the next oh. night, make up the next. <laughs> so it's either, you know, screaming and throwing things or the <laughs> of the bed squeaking. And then on the night. Yeah. So, heard a little yelling yesterday. Not a whole lot, but probably just enough yeah. that there'll be bed squeaking tonight. Oh yeah, that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> the, my favorite part of when the yelling starts is when the baby starts crying. <clears throat> that's always nice. Cause, cause, yeah, because then the baby cries, and then the guy 
than the dad instead of going in there just yells through the wall, shut up. So, <laughs> oh, I think that works, dude. Just saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm no child rearing expert or anything, but I really don't think just yelling at a baby to shut up makes him shut up. I'll tell you what, though, J-Man. If you want to quiet the crowd down and make them pay attention, you know what you do? What? You play this. Hello. My name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Everybody there. Jesse That's Ferg right. with an early entrance. I know. Early entrance. Yeah, he's usually not here this early in the show. Nah, he must be usually still at, usually still at church. Must be up and around today, feeling good. Yeah, he it's went to vibrant. early service today. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe he went to the early contemporary service. Uh-huh. With, the, with the rock band up there. That's right. <clears throat> you put all the lyrics up on the big screen for everybody to jam along with. Uh-huh. Yep. And he points out that uh, duct tape would make the baby shut up. So, mm-hmm. got a good point. It would work. That's a little rough. I always used to use NyQuil. Here you yeah. go. You got a little cold here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Are you a little crabby tonight, son? Here, take a sip of this. Then after I gave it to him, I would give it to his mom, force feed it down her mouth. What? <laughs> Kidding, of course. Of course. He'd sneak up behind her and give her a shot. Give her a <laughs> shot of NyQuil. I'd like to give her a shot of Strontium 295 or whatever. What? I'm sorry. Maybe you can get your buddy Vladimir Putin to hit her with whatever he's been hitting his political opponents with. That's right. That was ugly. (laughs) No, I mean, we wouldn't advocate that kind of stuff, you know. Not not typically, anyway. No, against anybody else, we wouldn't. Russia and Belgium are getting after it on at the World right. Cup. It's zero zero, eighteen mm-hmm. minutes in. Thrilling, thrilling action. A lot of great passing at midfield. <laughs> God, of course. <laughs> uh-huh. Man, soccer players got some great, great hair. Oh, I All know. these soccer players. And he notices they must yeah. they must bring their stylists with them. I'm sure they do. Some of them. <laughs> <laughs> these dudes are 
<clears throat> These dudes are the most metrosexual dudes you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, they're quick calling soccer gay, and then they flip their hair back. He kicked me in the ankle. He kicked me in the ankle. <laughs> 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 I meant to upload the uh, the Nancy Kerrigan. Why? <laughs> Why? I was going to do the same thing, but for a different reason, J-Man, for a different soccer <laughs> player, and that would be Hope Solo related. <laughs> well, Hope Solo will be referenced here in a little bit also. Oh, but okay. Yes, uh, we uh, we are big fans of the Hopester, the Hopinator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she uh, she's she's a brawler, you know. Matt, she'll she'll get after you. <laughs> she's the kind of person you want to invite to the old family picnic. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because you know, someone spouts off, she'll just get over there and smack them. There you go. And, J-Man, I have a birthday shout-out. Oh, boy. Big-time birthday shout-out. Oh, no, not that one. I got one before that. Oh, my. Yeah. The Rock. Raquel. Oh, yeah. Our buddy Raquel. Yeah. Celebrating a big birthday on Saturday, on yesterday. On yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and you were front and center out there to be that first one to wish her a happy birthday. I just happened to be there. I didn't make a point of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you Eastern time zone folks got the advantage on that, you know. I know. I mean, it really wasn't even her birthday yet for three quarters of the country. There I'm... you were. Yep. Yeah. And evidently yeah. made her day, which kind of... Yeah, kind of enjoyed it, right? You know, yeah, she kind of got excited about it right before bedtime. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of hotties, there's another birthday coming up tomorrow. Really? Miss Annie Licious. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Annie and Burl Live fame. Even though they're not live anymore. Well, I mean, they're both live. The show isn't live. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Anyway. I know what you mean. Annie with the big birthday tomorrow. Mm. And then today, Matt. Oh. Go on. Uh huh. Today is Aunt Jackie's birthday, baby. Mm. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Happy birthday to Jack. That's Jack's with three X's, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, it'd be nice if we had a lounge singer here to sing happy birthday to her, Matt. You know, J-Man, oddly enough, at the what? last minute, <gasps> we have one. He's ready to go. Really? Yes. The one and only, well, the incomparable, Buddy Acapella. You ready? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Happy birthday to you. I want to ring your Memphis bell. 
Happy birthday to you. I'm craving a box of Cracker Jacks. Happy birthday, Aunt Jackie, you smoldering hot karaoke lounge lizard, you. Yeah. Happy birthday, I've got a candle you can blow out to you. Okay, that sounded pretty good. Why don't you come in and take a listen? Okay. There you go. <laughs> My goodness. The man's so great, he needs no music behind him. I know. That's the perviest rendition of that song ever. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, by the way, you owe somebody $350,000 for <laughs> the use of that song. Oh, well. <laughs> they could just get in line, can't they? Yeah, they can. I'll send that to uh, accounting. <laughs> yeah, just send, send, the, send the request through. Send it to the channel. <laughs> we'll get right on it. All right. Yeah, good on it. And Jax, who is probably, possibly, more than likely coming up later in the show. It does look very much as though that'll happen as the show rolls on. And it's already rolling. Look at us. Because she needs an antidote to her needs. Yeah, she does. Oh. That antidote is named Matt and Jay. <laughs> I know. So you can only imagine what the disease is. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's bad. That's some bad juju right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, Matt, got a new uh, feature this week. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah. Thought of late last night or yesterday afternoon. <laughs> well, I've uh-huh. talked about it before, and uh, yeah. just uh, you know, we're an educational show as much as anything. <laughs> of course, we are. <clears throat> we like to teach people about history because we're a couple of history buffs. Oh, so, yeah. love uh, the history. So we've enlisted uh, <laughs> a local professor of history. To do a little segment for us eh, this week in, you know, on this day in bad history for IWS Radio. So get ready to take notes, kids. Excellent. <laughs> Welcome to this day in bad history on IWS Radio, hosted by me, Professor Richard Payne. Today Ah. is June 22nd. On this day in 1940, the French surrendered to the Germans and signed the second armistice at Copenhagen. The Germans very cleverly invaded France at dinner time 
on a Friday evening when all of France's government and military offices were closed for the weekend. While the French were gathered around the dinner table, the Nazis, who rarely ate, simply marched right past them. <laughs> By the time the French leaders knew what was going on, they had drank way too much red wine to do anything about it. After meeting over a few cigarettes and some pastries, the French leaders agreed that the only thing to do was to surrender. However, a few of them did hold out for payment of 10 pounds of brats and a couple of cases of Hefeweizen. For this day in bad history on IWS Radio, this has been Professor Richard Payne. This is former President Richard Nixon back from the grave to remind you that failure to listen to IWS radio would be criminal. <clears throat> That's just the way it happened, too, folks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Forgot to change his name, though. Evidently. <laughs> 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 I was going to redo it with a different name. And, uh, well, I don't know what happened. It was, uh, well. I, was, I, had a, I had a fuzzy brain going yesterday, Matt. <laughs> Nothing to do with yeah, it. It took all day. Just every single thing I tried to do took hours, you know, one of those days. <laughs> well, maybe his protege could come back next week. Maybe. So maybe his personal assistant, his adjunct professor. We'll be here next week. <laughs> and we don't like you know, to do this, folks, but there's a little inside production joke going on right now. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually what see what happens is Professor Richard Payne writes it, and then he has one of his assistants actually do the recording and. Yeah. Apparently, he, apparently, Professor Dick Payne did his own recording <laughs> this week for some reason. Anyway, anyway, fascinating stuff about World War Two. I, I love oh, World War Two. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why Kinda they went like to Copenhagen to, to sign the well, armistice. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> well, free hookers and pot, probably. Probably, so I don't know. That's what I'd do. Or to see Danny Kay. Wonderful, wonderful <laughs> Copenhagen. Uh-huh. Who doesn't want uh-huh. to see Danny Kay, for God's sakes? You tap dance with Danny fucking Kay. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Or DFK, right. as the cool guys call him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. That was pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. All right. So we've got something else that we, uh, we're planning for this week. Matt, you think, oh, you think we ought to go ahead and give that a try? We can give it a try. <clears throat> Let's give it a shot. We'll try it. We're going to do something different, folks. 
I know Not us, people. really. A couple of other people are going to. Right. I know a lot, of people, a lot of people out there don't like change much. No. Excuse me. They don't like, you know, <laughs> things being different. But uh, uh-huh. sometimes you just got to throw caution to the, to the breeze and try yeah. So we're doing this thing where we got Bobby Kraft, IWS's own Bobby Kraft, has mm-hmm. sent the IWS Air Action Time Travel Machine all the way back to the 1780s or so, and it's picked up one Benjamin Franklin. Yes. Brought him back to Hodgepodge Lodge, the official <laughs> vacation spot for IWS Radio. And he's going to do a little interview. And uh, we're going to do it live here on the air instead of, you know, record it and edit it and all that stuff that other people do. So is Ambassador Franklin ready? (laughs) Always. Okay. All right. Now we got to get into character, you know. Hey everybody, Bobby Kraft here for IWS Radio, and sitting right next to me here on the porch at Hodgepodge Lodge, Mr. Benjamin Franklin himself. Ambassador Franklin, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't laugh, you'll mess me up. All right. Ambassador Franklin, you're known as the first American. That must be quite a burden to carry around. Perhaps for lesser men it would be. But as for this guy of nimble mind, broad shoulders, and strong yet playful and <laughs> loving hands, I am built for that title. And built for speed as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you just got a fascinating accent there, too. Thank you. <laughs> well, <clears throat> you are, and it fits in perfectly with this week's show, you are one of the world's great polymaths, kind of a know-it-all. Mm. And you have several titles. You're a politician. Mm. A political theorist, a statesman, a diplomat, author, scientist. Which of these do you think fits you best? I don't care for the word polymath. It is a brutally cacophonous word. The titles politician, statesman, diplomat, so on and so forth certainly all apply to me. However, my favorite title was laid upon me by the 5th Duchess of Nottingham when during a moonlit and wine-soaked night together, she titled me Big Ben of Philadelphia, the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) Well, that's just kind of fascinating. I mean, you are a worldly man like that. Uh, What's your favorite sexual position? Well, let's just say... When I coined the phrase in 1744 that backdoor guests are best, (laughs) that pretty much sums it up, doesn't it? (laughs) 
Unfortunately, yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. now, now that you've been here at HodgePodge Lodge, yep, in, you know, 2014 for a while now, what what are your first impressions of 21st century America? Well, I rather enjoy the karaoke room here at the lodge. It was a fun-filled pleasure to sing Having My Baby with Buddy Acapella last night. (laughs) I do rather like fast food restaurants and your pizza places. Outside of that, I prefer my America of the late 18th century. I mean, other than having to take a shit in the bucket, things were much more civilized back then, and the young women were... Not nearly as as skanky. <laughs> uh, well, I saw you were watching the the Kardashians there on the TV. Oh. And it may have given you a bad impression of America today. I'll show you some videos of Miley Cyrus, and you'll feel much better about women in America. <laughs> later. Yeah, I was proud of the man when I saw those videos who invented penicillin, because I could have taken a <laughs> shot then. <laughs> you have any nicknames as a kid or even as an adult? Oh, I've had many over the years. Gentle Ben, Lightning in a Bottle, Furnace Boy, <laughs> Angry Mailman. But I, my favorite, <laughs> I suppose, was the Willie from Philly. <laughs> Did some duchess give you that one too? We'll get back to her later. Oh, okay. <laughs> I bet it was James Madison who gave it to you. Just saying. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll get to him <laughs> later too. Or James Monroe, I should say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What what now? I know you probably know what it was because you know you're dead and all. But what if you had a choice? What would your last meal be? Hmm. Given today's circumstances, a Big Mac, a deep dish supreme from Pizza Hut, a cake of wine, and the aforementioned Fifth Duchess of Nottingham. No. <laughs> <laughs> You kind of got a thing for her. (laughs) Well, since you are a scientist and all, do you know any good home hemorrhoid recipes? I'm asking for a friend, of course. Even with my vast and protracted genius, I have yet to develop an effective long-lasting relief compound for hemis. Well... Not a devout man of religion. I certainly believe, and believe to this day, that hemorrhoids are the Satan's dingleberries. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. While while you were in Paris yeah. one time, you met yeah. another one of uh, the world's great know-it-alls, Mr. Mm. Voltaire. Tell us about uh, how that went, because that would be a, a clash of the titans right there. 
Well, he was a very old man at that point. And in spite of his rapier wit that he put to paper in Candide, he struck me as a poofy-haired fancy boy. On top of that, he wrote under a pseudonym. Oh, what a pussy. Hmm. <laughs> you ever look at yeah. the Dalai Lama and think, I could whip that old dude's ass? Well, oh, I know I could, but what I find most disturbing about him is that he wears loose robes, and his man boobs are always falling out all over the place. Have some decorum and decency, for God's sakes. <laughs> You're probably right, but, you know, the idea of free-balling it under that dress seems pretty nice. And his big glasses. Way. He looks like, I don't know, he just looks... <laughs> <laughs> well, now you mentioned James Madison a couple minutes ago. Now I've heard yeah. rumors over the years that back mm-hmm. in the day you guys were pretty wild, and that James Madison, John Jay, Betsy Ross, Molly Pritchard, and a whole bunch of others used to have naked twister parties at their house. Did you ever participate? <laughs> Well, I I was the one who actually invented New Twister and do rather enjoying playing it. I would never play it with that foursome. After only two spins of the wheel, you would have Betsy going down on Molly and John Jay milking James Madison's tiny cow. Wow, that's a pretty disturbing picture you just painted for us there. No, I don't like it either. <laughs> I think it's about time to just go ahead and wrap this up. I know you got lots you want to do while you're here in 2014 just for a while. I want to thank you mm-hmm. so much for being here, Ambassador Franklin. Certainly. Yeah. Is there any words of wisdom you'd like to leave us with? Well, certainly. Try the veal, tip your waitress. And listen to IWS Radio every Sunday from noon to 2 p.m. Are we done now? I'm ready for some sauna time and then followed by my <laughs> 2 o'clock air bath. Yeah, we are we are totally done, and I'm leaving because I ain't going to sit here naked with you any longer. Yeah, how's the pity? Thank you. Thank you, J-Man. Thank you, J-Man. Matt, man. We'll work on it, okay? We'll work on it, folks. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. A live reading, doing it live, you know? On the wire, without a net. That's right. Most people don't have the balls to do that. Or something. (laughs) Ben and Bobby do, because they're awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're sitting there naked on the front porch at the HodgePodge Uh Lodge. That's right. All right. Man, I bet Ben Franklin would have not been an easy guy to be around. I mean, he was a know-it-all. 
you imagine him on Twitter just correcting everybody all the time? Oh my! I don't think he would. He would just laugh. He would. He would be just a Twitter feed of LOLs. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe and he, he would wouldn't even know re- if he's re- laughing at you or anything. Yeah, he'd probably just reply to directly to some of them with moron. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Well, I got to tell you what that happened. That was kind of fun. It was. It was. We'll, we'll do. We'll do more of that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe in the future. In the far, far, far future. <laughs> See, we even got a Bravo from Jesse Ferg. Although COG logged out three minutes in. Well, COG has shown up for a few minutes each week and then left. And we, COG can only take so much of us, apparently. <laughs> COG's a little like my mother. Can only take so much of What? <laughs> anyway. Well, I did forget to tell you something that happened this week, Matt. Uh-oh. But it does, it does tie into the theme of the show this week. As uh, as you know, and as many people, you know, regular listeners, all seven or eight of you out there know, uh, I live here, you know, the palatial estates here on a golf course. And uh, on uh, oh. know, Thursday, I do believe, uh, got my window broken. I window saw broken that. By a golf ball off somebody, an errant shot off the third tee. And uh, who knows how it happened? Probably ricocheted off a rock and then bounced off the cart path and then what have you. And it busted the window. Mm-hmm. So I took a picture of it because you know that's what we do now. And fourteen right. took a picture of it, put it on Instagram, which also posted it to Twitter and to Facebook. And uh, you know, got a, you know, yeah, got a few comments there on on Facebook. But one of them really caught my eye, Matt. Which one? Somebody comes along and says, your apartment complex probably has windows in stock and has worked out a deal with the golf course to be compensated for the broken windows. (laughs) To which I thought, really? Is that how it works down here where I live? I would have never (laughs) known such a thing. Thank you for your brilliant insight into how things work at my apartment complex. Mm-hmm. It's so nice of you to just come along and let me know how it works. Ask the expert. <laughs> and that's pretty much what we're talking about this week, these type of people. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows everything about everyone else, no matter the laws, regulations, or whatever right. have you in other states or parts of the world. Yeah. didn't occur to her that after living here for the better part of a decade, I would already know how the system works. (laughs) Also, the fact that the apartment complex owns the golf course also. Well, what I was thinking when you mentioned that, the person who typed that in was probably the person who broke your window with an errant (laughs) shot. (laughs) No, that came all the way, believe it or not, Jamie. That one came all the way from Canada. Yep. 
They got know-it-alls in Canada, too, it turns out. I know. Look at Rob Ford. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it kind of reminded me a little bit of, the, you know, the day that you uh, had posted on Facebook that that uh, the wife refused to bring <laughs> the son by the beer mine, even though it's only a two-minute drive on his way uh-huh. to uh, prom, and then somebody who doesn't know you, your son, or your wife explained to you why it had to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you went back in the annals of history, didn't you? <laughs> well, this type of thing's been going on for a while, Matt. <laughs> yeah, well, not anymore. We just don't talk at all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, everyone knows... <sighs> I'm just a bitter old man who never had anything done to him and hates his child. (laughs) He needs security because I'm probably a pedophile as well. That's why we want to end Father's Day. (laughs) God. He's doing just fine without a father. So can other kids, right? That's right. What (laughs) mother would want her child to be with his father? Exactly. Freaking idiot. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's what has <laughs> always... Well, that's what's always freaked me out. On Facebook, all the time you see... His dad will never come to see him. Eh, well, his mom will never let him come to see me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the bizarro world, gay man. (laughs) We've kind of gone off the reservation here, but that's okay. Yeah, I know. We're back. We're back. We're back. back. We'll just roll with it. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) Just other people giving me their expertise in family matters. (laughs) Uh-huh. And speaking of the reservation, I have solved the Washington football team's problem. Oh, and it, it, really? it'll be posted on it'll be posted on Facebook here after the show, so Excellent. <clears throat> Yeah, taking care of that. And uh, and uh, Jesse Ferg has uh threatened to call in with info on Ben Franklin. Those phone That's lines it. are always open. At six six one two four four nine eight five two on the expertise hotline. Yeah. Anything we're getting wrong, you just call us up and explain it to us. Tell us why we're wrong. Something you want to tell us about. Something going on in the world. You want to give us your expert opinion on Iraq. Paul Wolfowitz, if you're (laughs) out there, call us up. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even know he was still alive. Well, I didn't not. even know he I was still alive. There he was on Meet the Press telling us all about <laughs> how things, what should be done in Iraq after 10 years after the beautiful and glorious victory that he helped uh-huh. design. Uh-huh. And the obscure Sunni-Shia hatred of each other. It's obscure. Yeah. Yeah, so obscure that. Yeah, they never knew it even existed back then. 
10 years no. ago. Nobody did. Nobody did. Oh. We got a caller. We've got a call. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I know who this is. Hello. 740, you're with stupid. I thought I was stupid. Mm-hmm. We're all stupid. We're all stupid. <laughs> hey, Hooray! we got an echo, too. Even better. Turn your radio, turn your speakers off, Jesse. Okay, just a moment. Oh, boy. See, I have to explain this to you people. See, what happens is the show is on a delay, and therefore, you know, if you call in and you leave your speakers on, you'll get feedback, and you'll hear what was said just a few seconds ago. (laughs) And I got a new phone. I'm still trying to figure it out. Is this any better? Much better. Yes, much. Ah, good. What kind of phone did you get? But yeah, yeah, I thought I'd call to uh, give you some advice from uh, Ben Franklin himself. Mm Mm-hmm. In his autobiography and other writings, he uh, has a letter in here uh, to a friend of his on advice of... Uh, to a friend and on choosing a uh, mistress. And he mm-hmm. would prefer that he would choose older women to younger women and gives eight reasons why. <laughs> okay. I think we need those. We need those reasons. <laughs> All right. Number one, because they have more knowledge of the world and their minds are better stored with observation. Sarah Palin. Two, right. because... W- What's that? <laughs> and that's Sarah Palin. Okay. <laughs> oh, you bastard. Um, <laughs> two, because when women cease to be handsome, they study to be good. So basically, once they get ugly, they... Uh... Yeah, this is him saying it, not me. Um, three, because there's no hazard of children. Hmm. <laughs> That's the Ooh. Karen chick from Donato's Pizza. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Four, the commerce with them is therefore safer with regard to your reputation. And with regard to theirs, if the affairs should happen to be known, considerate people might be might be rather inclined to excuse an old woman who would kindly take care of a young man, form his manners by her good counsel. <laughs> And prevent his running, uh, prevent his ruining his health and fortune among mercenary prostitutes. Goodness! <laughs> this guy thought it all out, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. <clears throat> Trying to figure out number oh, five without having to read the entire thing, but no. <laughs> well, you don't have to. <laughs> Okay, number six, because the sin is what? The debauching a virgin might be might be her ruin and make her and make <laughs> her for life unhappy. <laughs> Seven <laughs> Like having a bastard child. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, seven, that having made a young girl miserable may give you frequent bitter reflections, none of which can depend on making a, an old woman happy. <laughs> Hell yes to that one. 
And lastly, they are so grateful. They are. <laughs> you praise their meatloaf. You praise their biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> then next thing you know, they're feeding you sausage covered in recalled Velveeta. <laughs> exactly. Some of the less unmarried women are, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he would prefer old women. Mm-hmm. Well, he makes some good points there. He, makes some good he, points. he should have added one more. Old oh. women will usually say, hey, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> you can also add, you know, number 10 is old women can't fight back as hard. What? What? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, man. Oh, my friend Feminist Fabulous or Miss Feminist Debulous or whatever her name is on Twitter would be upset with that joke. Yeah, <laughs> well. Yeah. I'll have to get over And she's a Canadian. She's a Canadian. It's okay. <laughs> All right. She gets a pass. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you what, J-Man. We should have um, Jamie decide whether Canadians get a pass or not. Probably. Well, yeah. She speaks for all Canadians. Yeah. Well, if she doesn't, she should. What else is happening, Jesse? Oh, not a whole lot. What's that? Anything big going on in rural Ohio? No, not really. Just watching the corn grow and the paint dry and crap like that. The soybeans ripening. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The neighbors letting off fireworks at 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night. Nice. I love that. Nice. As the summer's withering heat beats down on you there. Got any... uh, Whoa! I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say we're just approaching, approaching, approaching the top of the hour. <laughs> Unless Jesse objects, because we love to listen to Jesse. This would be a good time for a little Aunt Jackie, Jay. Yes, it would be. Jesse, mm-hmm. you want to dance to some Aunt Jackie action? Well, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Nah. Let's do it. Am I doing it? (laughs) I knew you were going to say, yes, go ahead. Bird. 
bird up on your windowsill? Are you the reason that it broke its back? Tell me, did I see you laugh about that? If I come on like a dream, With your mother's dead. So baby, who's who, baby, know you too. Tell me, did the other joker scold on you? If I come on like a dream, will you let me show you what I mean?
Oh yeah, right there, right there, right there from there. the birthday girl. Uh-huh. Rocking the Izzy. Rocking the Dean Martin Memorial Karaoke Lounge. At That's right. Hodge Lodge. <laughs> That's good stuff right there. I bet old Ben Franklin skipped his air bath and moved on to other <laughs> things, Jay, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, he was sitting in the front row for that one. Uh-huh. And we want to thank uh, Jesse Ferg, who dropped off the line there, calling us up and, uh, eh, you know, imparting some wisdom, you know. Apparently he's a expert on Benjamin Franklin. Knows a few things about him. I'm right. He's a Ben Frank man. He's a Francophile. No. He is a Francophile. <laughs> yeah, and if I'm anyone sure else would like to impart some wisdom about Ben Franklin or annoying internet experts, he could always call in at six six one two four four. Nine eight five two. Second half between uh, Belgium and Russia has now started. Another <laughs> th- thrilling zero zero battle going on. Oh, oh, oh it's hey, not zero Jesse. zero, Jay. It's it, it's nil nil. Nil nil. Uh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Need to get that <laughs> that correct. Hey, Jesse needs back in for a second here. I see that. <laughs> What up, hey guys. Jeffy? <laughs> hey, nothing much. I thought I thought I asked for a favor. Um, you know where I left my pants? <laughs> Probably at church. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Back in Sunday school. No, no, no. All right. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. I'll talk to you later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Ferguson. Jesse Ferg, ladies. We have a little stoppage in action here on the uh on the field. As the uh the, there is a Belgian and a Russian both lying on the ground in terrible, terrible pain, Matt Man. Oh devastating. Goodness. Devastating hit as they ran into each other, <laughs> rolling around on the field. And what's that soccer expert? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it's the pitch, not the field. That's right. <laughs> I, I just I, uh, came up with a new name for Jesse Ferg, J-Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesse Ferg. Jesse Ferg, the 15-second comic. <laughs> <laughs> Hard-hitting one-liners. <laughs> yes, he, <does>. he condenses <laughs> them. <laughs> uh-huh. I see uh, Sweet Pea is on uh, Twitter right now, but uh, she can't really? call in because she's not in a small enclosed <laughs> location. I was just going to say that. <laughs> nah, I can't call she's from not... my living room. That'd be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not in a closet, the bathroom, or my car at the moment. Uh, 
Uh-huh. I'm free and able to walk about the house, so I can't call. Ooh. <laughs> That's hot in itself. <laughs> but as I was saying, the uh, the thing about the the pitch rather than field, that uh, I saw that happen on Twitter. Somebody mentioned that two teams were taking the field, and another one retweeted him and said, "It's called a pitch in soccer." And man, I unfollowed that dude so fast because <laughs> I thought, no, 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 we're not doing four weeks of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. These soccer man, I don't. But there's no fan base in the world of a sport that actually wants to keep the sport less popular than soccer. <laughs> I mean, they're all a bunch of hipsters, so they want it to be, you know, just a few of them that enjoy it anyway. Mm. And so it's like. They're just all about beating down and, and ridiculing anybody who's not the expert that they are. But if you're not yes. an expert on soccer, it's okay because you can go to a special place this afternoon and watch World Cup action. Where our newest that? sponsor, Matt. Well, our newest oh, sponsor, boy. Willie Jean, Willie Jean's World Cafe and Sports and Gaming <laughs> Emporium. They've got all kinds of great stuff going on during the World Cup, and it is the place to be. Take it away, Willie Jean. Hola, bonjour, diagwitch, guten tag, bonjourno, merhaba, ni hao, and hello. Willie from Willie Jean's World Cafe and Sports and Gaming Emporium here. Are you looking for a fun place to watch the World Cup? Would you like to do so with a diverse crowd and a diverse menu? Well, then come on down to Willie Jean's. All the big sporting events are on the TV here at WG's with a special emphasis this week on the World Cup. We've got all kinds of drink and food specials to go along with whatever game is on. During the Korea-Algeria match, we're going to be serving our world-famous kimchi and lamb plate with Mediterranean veggies. During halftime... We'll crank up some K-pop videos featuring Yuna and Girls' Generation for you Korea fans, and for the Algerians, a nice little uprising against the French. After that, the main event happens. Team USA versus Portugal in a must-win match. We'll be serving our all-American menu full of burgers, pizza, and nachos, along with some Portuguese-style fish concoction served up with a fine port, if you're into that kind of thing. During halftime of that match, we have a special presentation from former USA World Cup champion goalie Hope Solo, assuming she gets out of jail and makes her flight on time, of course. After the match, Hope plans on sticking around and drinking some brews and brawling with some of the guys. It should be a great time. Also, as a special treat for you folks who don't understand soccer, my cousin Tyler and his two friends Hunter and Caleb, who play soccer for an amateur club in Portland, will be on hand to answer all your questions and provide the expert commentary on the matches that you didn't know you wanted. After the sun goes down, the party heats up at Willie Jean's. We're going to set up our around-the-world pizza and sushi buffet, folks. It's the most creative buffet you'll find anywhere in the world. Plus, we've got 300 different beers available by the bottle and an adventurous variety on tap for your tasting and drinking pleasure. So come on down to Willie Jean's World Cafe at Sports and Gaming Emporium for a sports experience that's out of this world. 
You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the internet at IWSRadio.com. Well, Willie That's sounds like going. an expert. Willie sounds like not only an expert on what's going on with the World Cup, but in the world of culinary delights. Well, yeah. Kimchi and lamb with Mediterranean <laughs> veggies sounds delicious. Get out of here. <laughs> While watching some K-pop videos, which, of course, is what I do all Sunday afternoon anyway. <laughs> I prefer a little and a quick choice. Fine. <laughs> and a quick shout out to the Prepper Times on Twitter, who has retweeted our show today. Thank yeah. you to them. And computer nerd and urban prepper just waiting for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, of course. Everybody check out the Prepper Times. Not Pepper, Prepper. Prepper. Oh, hey, and there's Miss Tyler Kells on Twitter, too. How you doing, huh, baby? All right. Is she angry today? Does she have some angst? She's eating her emotions today, Matt. Is she really? <laughs> Rice and French bread pizza for lunch. So much for being carb-free. Yeah. Yeah, well, that didn't last long. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Whatever makes <clears> it <throat> Yeah, at least you know. At least she's not sprinkling a, a little recalled Velveeta on that. Pizza. Well, no. Only an evil woman would do that hey. to someone <laughs> she allegedly loves. Uh huh. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, though, Jay Man. You know who loves everyone? Who? The Bag Man. Who's the bag man? The bag man, J-Man, gives <laughs> advice to people who drink wild Irish rose. Oh, well. All right. And There's lots it. of people out there who need advice. Yeah. And they can ask him questions just like this guy. Are you ready for this, J-Man? I am ready. Let's hear it. Dear Bagman, my name is Horton, and I am seven years old. My dad was drunk on Wild Irish Rose and accidentally put our cat into the dryer while doing laundry. <laughs> Little Pussy Boots died. He said that Aww. if I tell my mommy that I did it, Santa Claus will bring me everything I want this Christmas. Should I lie for my dad and wait for Santa to reward me, or should I tell the truth? Signed, frustrate, frustrated first grader. <laughs> hmm. Well, let me tell you. Dear frustrated, your father was probably not drunk. I'm sure that he was simply trying to find the, the reality that only wild Irish Rose can offer. You, on the other hand, need some reality from the map man, from the bag man. First of all, Horton is a stupid name, as is Pussy Boots. So I'm glad your cat is dead. Secondly, 
There is no Santa Claus. Your mom and dad are the ones who buy the Christmas presents for you in order to keep your spoiled, selfish ass quiet. That being said, lie for your dad and take the payola. And one other thing. I'm sleeping with your mommy. Now you've learned your lesson. There you go. A little helpful expertise from that yeah. man, a.k.a. the bag man. There we go. Uh-huh. The gall of these people to try to blame the wild Irish Rose for his actions. Oh, yeah, it's all that. Yeah. No one forced it down your mouth, pal. That's right. But anyway, it's good that that kid can uh, see the world for what it really is now, though. That's important. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, J-Man. <laughs> I just got another email. Dear Bagman, I was trying to find reality through a bottle of rose the other day and accidentally killed our cat by putting him in the dryer. (laughs) I offered to bribe my seven-year-old son to take the heat for me. I told him Santa would be very generous this year. Was this wrong? Also, my wife came home the other night, and she smelled like wild Irish rose. She doesn't drink the stuff. Do you think she's cheating on me? Bewildered in Beaver Creek. Well, dear bewildered, of course you did the right thing. Kids like pets are there for adults to place blame upon, and yes, unlike with animals, a nice incentive seals the deal. As far as whether your wife is cheating on you, I doubt it. Perhaps she hides her love for wild Irish rose because she is a woman. One thing for certain, never pose this question to your lovely lung young son. It could cause emotional scars. There you go. <laughs> so I'm uh-huh. glad to help when I can. I'm glad to be an internet expert in certain fields. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not you know, all encompassing like some of these no. others. No, well you don't you're not you're not a legal expert, foreign affairs expert. No. Sports expert, no. NBA expert, you know, like like the the usual people on Twitter who just kind of suddenly are experts on everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're no Doctor Oz or anything. You know, tr- trying to sell some, you know, magical weight loss concoction like a carnival barker out there to the rubes. No, uh, I would in. never say. I would never say like Doctor Oz. I've got the number one miracle in a bottle to burn your fat. It's raspberry ketones. Exactly. No, I would never do that. And you would also would then never. never and after doing that, you would never go in front of a, a Senate committee and say, what? They're using my name? Really? What are you talking about? I did not about? know that. My goodness. Well, that needs to stop. I'm sorry, Senator McCaskill. I didn't mean it. Gosh. Golly gee willikers. (laughs) 
But he's just another one of those life coaches that you run into. Him and Dr. Who Phil. Just yeah, I don't to have think... a medical. He's got a medi- yeah, medical degree, and he's just a salesman. It's ugh. yeah. And you got Dr. Phil, who I don't think is even a real doctor. I think <laughs> he just, you know, gave himself the nickname Doc. You know, like Doc Ellis, <laughs> Doc Gooden. Yeah. Yeah. Doc Knowles. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> mhm. Well, you know, it, it's amazing people like Dr. Oz, though. It's just not enough to be you know, one of the most respected surgeons in the world and have a TV show and all that. Oh, no, no, he's got to find a way, you know, to make the easy bucks on top of that. I need them. That's right. God. I can't get by on these Medicare payments, for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Medicare only pays $1,700 for a bowel resection. Give me a break. What, is that a bottle of blueberry juice? Ah, oh, that's the cure. <laughs> Change its name to Panacea. I'll sponsor it. Here, let me just put my signature on that bottle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, what a guy. Kind of like Jenny McCarthy, J-Man. <laughs> another, another true expert. Another brilliant... Your children shouldn't have this particular vaccine, says it causes Dr. Autism. Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. Your child gets the vaccination, they'll become autistic. On the other hand, smoking e-cigarettes is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and posing nude for men's magazines. It's the perfect thing for women to do for their self-esteem <laughs> well yeah or at least for my <laughs> pleasure I guess. yeah yeah a little you know take a little naked selfie and send it to you know i don't know jman3768 at gmail.com <laughs> or mattman uh, iws at ymail.com <laughs> exactly that's j-a-y-m-a-n not you know. <laughs> of course it is and that was jman3768 J A Y M A N three seven six eight. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to keep repeating that, there, J Man. Well, I just wanted to let them know that I'm here to uh, to keep that their self esteem up and provide some counseling should they need it and or expertise <laughs> and their expertise and maybe they have some maybe they want to know what they could improve upon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you lowered that shoulder strap on the right and you hiked your shorts leg up on the left. If you just bent over a little further. And pulled the the shade down just a little more. (laughs) J-Man 3768, photography expert. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a lighting and photography expert. <laughs> I'm here to make you look better. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know who else is an expert? Courtney who? Love. Courtney Love. Really? She's an expert on ocean currents and physics and everything. She found, she knows where that plane is, Matt. The Malaysian Airlines really? flight. Oh, hell yeah, she found it. On satellite images, but nobody will listen to her. I can't believe that. 
She went right there to uh, onto uh, Twitter and told everybody where it was, but no, 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 they're still looking around. Yeah, I missed that. All those people, all those dumb people with PhDs and stuff like that. Like Jenny McCarthy. Right. You know, then of course you have your. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, 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 no. No, I was just, I was just talking about your newspaper columnists who are experts. People like David Brooks, who points out that, you know, (laughs) the reason poor people are poor is they just don't work hard like he does. They don't. No, they don't. Pumping out that column twice a week. (laughs) Yeah. For six hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, it's hard to do when you're in a a starch shirt and tie, <laughs> and it's binding, uh-huh. Jay. Man, it's physically exhausting. Right, and of course, by six hundred thousand a year, I mean he actually makes probably around six million a year. Yeah, it's, it's Chelsea Clinton who makes six hundred thousand dollars a year for approximately four reports filed to MSNBC. But they were expert reports. See? Oh. Of course they were. High quality. They were high quality. And uh, Thomas Six Months Fried- Friedman. Oh, God. <clears throat> we're now 11 years ago. He said the Iraq war won't take six months, and he's still claiming just six more months, and we can wrap this up, guys. Send the troops back in. The old Friedman unit. I think we I think we know what that's all about. <laughs> yeah. Not, you know, implying anything. <clears throat> at all. Not saying that he and Joe Lieberman and Talk. those people are putting some other country's <laughs> interest ahead of America's. I'm just no, saying. they wouldn't do that. I'm just saying it's possible. Or like uh, Sean Hannity, who says he wishes Bibi Netanyahu was his president. Mm-hmm. He can and be. That, and that's coming from a Catholic. Yeah, he can be. Just move. Just move. It'll be okay. I don't know what their immigration policies are there, but I'm sure you'd be more than welcome. And then you got people, insufferable know-it-all experts on everything, like Christopher Hitchens, who's still annoying even though he's been dead for years. (laughs) 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 You know, people die, but assholery lives on forever, apparently. (laughs) And then you got Bono. Oh, God. I mean, I love you, too. But come right. on. The rest yeah. of the band doesn't care, Bono. It's time <laughs> to just break up. You go save the Africans and let the others watch some soccer in Chelsea. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Yeah, you go and talk about forgiving the debt and all that stuff. But, you know, be sure to completely ignore the whole part where Thanks to the Catholic Church, condoms are not being distributed and AIDS continues to run wild in Africa. It's okay. 
Yeah. Oh, that's fine. You can ignore that. Ignore the human suffering part. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Get on the private jets and fly around with world leaders talking about dumping Teaching flies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, somebody else who—he's not an expert, really? but he's—he's uh, he's a pretty clever guy, and he's really? got a lot of good advice and a lot of good advice for people, and that's our Would good be. friend Cliche Johnson. Yeah, KSJ. Yep, KSJ is here, and he's going to impart some advice, and he got inspired by the San Antonio Spurs and their big win over the uh, the Miami Heatless. And so, Excellent. Yeah. Well, hey there, folks. Cliche Johnson here, spouting off for IWS Radio. Well, the San Antonio Spurs won their fifth NBA title this week after they whipped the Miami Heat like a rented mule. Spurs won the best of seven series, four games to one, and it wasn't even that close. You know, those Spurs really exemplify the true meaning of team. They're head down and humble, and they play the game the right way. There's no eye on that team. They're the kind of men you'd want your son to look up to. Now, I know a lot of people are pointing out that the Heat were simply out of gas. They had nothing left in the tank, that's for sure. After that fluke win in Game 2, lots of people thought Miami would go back home and take control of the series. But when they flipped the switch, nothing happened. Sure, it turns out that Miami is made up of LeBron James and a bunch of spare parts. And it's also true that D. Wade, Shane Battier, Ray Allen are all washed up. But you just remember, it's better to be a has-been than a never was. Now that the NBA season is over, it's time for the silly season to start. What will LeBron James do now? Does he opt in for another $20 million, or does he opt out and hit the free agent market? Or does he do something different? You just never know what people are going to do. Of course, LeBron's first obligation is to himself and his family. He has to do what makes him happy. I don't think he cares about his legacy. He's the greatest basketball player on the planet, and he gets to make the rules. It's his world, and the rest of us are just paying rent. If he decides to stay in Miami and build a dynasty, or opts to become a mercenary, and just hop from team to team every couple of years winning rings, then it's his choice, not yours, not mine. You know, that's really what's wrong with this country. There are just too many busybodies out there. Everyone is all up in everyone else's business, and nobody is minding their own. How about if some of you folks just live your life and let the rest of us live ours? Is that too much to ask? Why don't you meddling fools just focus on yourselves and stop being so obsessed with what everyone else is up to, what they're spending their money on, and who they're banging, or really just anything? Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent there, but that kind of thing just gets me all riled up. I'm a live and let live kind of guy, and I expect others to afford the same courtesy to me. We're all in this together, folks. We might as well get along. Just like the San Antonio Spurs. Always putting the team first. Always sacrificing for the greater good. That's what America should be all about. Not this me-first-every-man-for-himself attitude. We should be uniters instead of dividers. The things we have in common are greater than what separates us, and it's high time we started acting like it. Straighten up and fly right, just like the Spurs do. We can learn a lot about life and teamwork from watching the San Antonio Spurs. Well, I guess I got a little carried away there again. Sorry about that. I better be wrapping this up. You've got things to do, and I should be getting along myself. 
So for IWS Radio, this has been Cliche Johnson. Ta-ta for now. You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the internet at IWSRadio.com. Words of wisdom. Yes. Yep. Pearl. Great advice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Full of great advice. Yeah. It's like people. People everywhere. Well, you know what's weird, Matt? Is, uh, what? People generally are only uh, willing to give you advice when you don't need it. I noticed the other day on Facebook you uh, yeah. threw something out there yeah. to the cyber world yeah. asking for a little advice and... Didn't get a whole lot of action. Didn't get too many no, bites on that, I, I, on that bait. Yeah, I threw out there that, you know, I was, in a, I was in a bit of a rut, and what should I do with my life? What direction should it go? And all I got was have a sex change, <laughs> have some tits. One person said male stripper, and I didn't know if they wanted me to invite one into my home or become one. <laughs> <laughs> it just—it yeah, it wasn't helpful. Yeah, they couldn't be specific about that. You know, would have helped. No, I was trying to do sh- serious show prep. You know, get get some <laughs> feedback from the from the masses, and all I got was right. ridicule. Yeah, very and sad. then I think someone called me a man whore. That was hurtful. Well, that that's crossing the line right there. I think exactly a little bit. Just a little bit. Oh, sure. When you don't you know, want it's, it's when you don't want advice, you get all of it you can't take. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's tough, you know, you're like like you said, you're trying to do a little show prep. We're very, very, very serious about our show prep. Yes, we are. <laughs> and uh and uh yeah. I I I decided I took a little snippet from this week's show prep, Matt, so we can uh, just kind yeah. of uh we can sh- we can show people. What we do, the intense pressure we are under during exactly. our uh, conference call. <laughs> you know what Schmoop bought me at the grocery last week? What? Pudding cups. <laughs> Butterscotch <laughs> pudding, J-Man. Got you some little pudding cups, did she? Do you like the pudding? <laughs> They're pretty fucking good. <laughs> she got like six for a dollar. Oh well, I can't turn that down. <laughs> Hell no. That's a little. That's a that's a that's happy little pudding snack. Six days a week, right there. Uh huh. <laughs> Just a little little preview of your old man future at the at those folks' home. I know. Yeah, I gotta get food. used to this soft food now. It's time for your pudding, Matt. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> what kind is it today? Butterscotch. Yay! <laughs> and here's your boost or insure. Yay! <laughs> Can you wheel me out to the patio later? <laughs> Oh, 
okay, it's time to go downstairs for shit and be fit aerobic. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I left you a present in my diaper. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, <laughs> it's brutal. It's brutal. It is. Yeah. It's a boiler room there. <laughs> a real pressure cooker. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, Jay, man, we wrote that all out, even with the laughs. Inserted the laughs there, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a game, folks. <laughs> 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 yeah, good old smooth. I'll tell you what, Jay. That's probably recalled butterscotch pudding that she bought. Me. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check on this. Six for a dollar. They expired on June second, twenty thirteen. Uh huh. Uh huh. She was down uh, at the overflow. Yeah. Yeah, she was at the at the clearance overflow store next door to the mm-hmm. grocery store. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see how this is working out. <laughs> hey, what's well, you know up, Jamie? Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that uh, there's somebody, uh, we have somebody on staff that can all uh, settle everybody down at any moment. Mr. Uh, Paul Pyatt. Yeah. He's been a, a mess the last couple of weeks. He's been getting yeah, bounced. I know, and I'm very upset about that. I've missed him. missed him a lot. He's not because he's very thoughtful about it. No. He's, yeah. He understands how big-time internet radio works. Oh, yeah. I mean, so Matt Damon got one. bounced from... Uh, What? Well, Matt Damon got bounced on Jimmy Kimmel a couple of times, so he understands. Big names oh, sure. just happens to him. Yeah. Hey. Matt, I mean, away. Matt Damon. Oh. Matt Damon's no Paul Pyatt, but anyway. No, here's no, Paul Pyatt. no. Here's, here's <laughs> Paul Pyatt. Poetry and such with Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings to all of you discerning drinkers of the warm and aromatic coffee of life that is IWS Radio, renowned poet, and IWS literary editor, Paul Pyatt here, bringing you some of today's finest in the world of poetry, prose, and people. Today, during our journey along the solid boulevard of words made magical, and life's Pentameters made iambic. I offer unto you a poem by Facebook life coach and Twitter polemics writer Anita Johnson. From her recently released June 2014 e-pamphlet titled, To Know Me Is to Know It All, here is I Expert. Do you require sound advice upon your Twitter feed? Look no further. Look nowhere else. You need to follow me. I'm seven score of genius 
on relationships, love, and life. I can help you in a single sentence by berating you like an angry wife. Is your Facebook page a diary of your world near its end? Quash your past and harness your future by making me your friend. My wisdom knows no bound, be it bankruptcy, parenting, or marriage. And although I've never experienced it, I can ease the pain of your latest miscarriage. I am a counselor, a confidant, a quasi-lawyer with gravitatis. I know the ins and outs of life, and even the legal wranglings surrounding posse comitatus. <laughs> I expert by Anita Johnson. And for now, as I travel the road, bus traveled. Bye-bye. You're listening to I'm With Stupid on the BTR Network. Man, those posse comitatus experts. (laughs) Those are my favorite. (laughs) Yes, they are. And as we talked about a J-Man during the intense show prep to which some uh-huh. people heard back in the Katrina days, 2006, 2007, whatever, people wanted the Army, the U.S. Army, to come into Louisiana and save everyone. But people were adamant because on the Internet they said they are not allowed in here because of posse comet. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, legal legal experts. Yeah. Those legal experts show up the last minute sometimes. Pour cold water on everybody's great ideas. I think I need to follow that chick, though. She's she seems fascinating. <laughs> oh yeah, Anita Johnson. <laughs> Anita Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> that just sink in there, J-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I'm no expert. I'm a little slow on things. I'm a simple man. I'm a common man. I just go along and get along. <laughs> I got to tell you though, I I did I did have to do a little a little internet expert action on somebody. I had, I had to, Matt, this week. Really? I don't like to be that guy, but sometimes they just drive me to it. <clears throat> a website, which is a, a satire site, you know, an, an onion wannabe, mm-hmm. put up this story. Mike Vick attacked by stray pit bull in New Jersey. Uh-huh. Well, just by seeing the headline, you know it's it's a joke. You know, it's not real. Right. It's fake. But, man, everybody on Facebook was posting it. They were sharing it. They were going on. They were just reveling in the schadenfreude 
of the uh, attack by this stray pit bull on Mike Vick. And then finally somebody posted it one last time, and I just couldn't take it anymore, and I commented and I said, it's fake. The story's fake. It's satire. And they replied to me, they replied to me, oh, really? How does one determine fake news from real news? How does one realize that it is satire just by reading it? Enlighten us, will you? To which I replied, I read the disclaimer on the website. Oh, sure, I could have just, you know, let the story about the 58-year-old white grandma joining the knockout gang Mm -hmm. (laughs) lead me to believe that it might be satire, but I went for the facts, Matt, the facts. (laughs) Or you could just post it. Well, how I just posted on Twitter his pictures from on his vacation in St. Croix. He's nowhere near (laughs) Jersey. (laughs) Ah, I don't believe that. This could be fake. <laughs> Photoshopped. <laughs> uh oh, Matt. Uh-oh. Goal! Yes. Belgium oh, has geez. scored. Who in the Belgium? 80... Belgium have scored in the 88th minute. They break through. <laughs> Vladimir's not going to be happy about that. Oh, no, somebody's heading to the gulag. (laughs) Yes, they are. Oh, they don't have gulags anymore. They're a democracy. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, somebody's going to be handed a rifle and told to stand guard in the Ukraine. (laughs) Mm hmm. That goalie, boy, I feel sorry for him. Yeah, I know. It's bad. It's kind of like you know the uh, the North Korean soccer team when they got wiped out at the Olympics and they all got sent to hard labor camp. Allegedly, you know the internet <coughs> and our government with all the propaganda that they pump out. You never know the real truth. Nah, that's right. Do we have any more advice from Bagman? I don't know. Maybe we do. Let's see. (laughs) Well, I've got so many. Oh, okay. Oh, here we go. Dear Bagman, I love Wild Irish Road. Rose. Red, of course. But sometimes... When I drink a couple of fifths of it, a troll-like creature with three horns and yellow goo oozing from his ear appears. The troll then begins to yell at me using what I believe to be expletives in Swedish. Is this normal? Signed, Troubled in Trotwood. Dear Troubled, the answer is yes and no. The troll-like creature is called a rose hobbit. And yes, his appearance is not uncommon. However, he usually alternates his explicit language using Cornish and Celtic. And don't worry, he's completely harmless. 
<laughs> okay. okay. Fascinating. <laughs> well, yeah, well, just giving you the background on that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good stuff. Oh, I know. IW, or the uh, WIR expert there. And oh, more breaking news. Uh-huh. According to Twitter, that's Belarus, not Belgium, <laughs> playing the Russians. So which is <laughs> anyway, it? Anyway, apparently it is Belarus. Oh Twitter my God, that's going to even that's going to piss him off even more. Yeah, yeah, the Belarusians. Oh, yeah, he's not going to put up with that. Oh, boy, one of those breakaway countries. Yeah, looks like there's going to be another that, invasion. That goalie <laughs> just went from being in prison to being shot. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh I was right. Internet was wrong. It's Belgium. <laughs> okay, he's free to go. The goalie is free to go. Because <laughs> no one cares about the Belgians. That's right. <laughs> Have some waffles, pour some chocolate over the top. It's okay. Get along. Uh-huh. Have your little lovely time in the lowlands. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Go back and forth between speaking Flemish and... Belgian and, and German and Dutch and whatever and else you speak. Dutch and yeah. whatever it is you speak. That's you right. Goddamn dirty Belgians. We need yeah. to get a Belgian on the show, Jay, man. That'd be <laughs> yeah, we do. We need to do. We need to, we need to discuss that with them, the, uh, the way the Belgians appropriated French cuisine and are calling it Belgian cuisine these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then what's <laughs> up with that? <laughs> and speaking of Dirty, filthy, nasty, diseased vermin. Yes. Team, Team USA plays Portugal this afternoon. Yeah, I know they do. You need to put those Portuguese down like the diseased dogs they are. Well, hopefully when they play them, just like uh, the Spanish, the Portuguese will be taking a nap, taking a little siesta. Yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. Spanish kind of took it on the chin in this tournament, didn't they? Yeah. And only English are gone, too. It's because the uh, king abdicated. Right. The king abdicated. The country weren't all this shit overnight. Exactly. I'll teach you, uh, you (laughs) anti-monarchists. And England is out. England have been eliminated also. Another monarchy. Mm-hmm. I see a trend here, J-Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And it is now over. Belgium has defeated Russia. Oh, what a fucking shame. Yeah. No natural gas for you, Belgium. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, eight and a half minutes to go. Those phone lines are still open. If anybody wants to, you know, if if we've said if, if you need to call in and correct us on anything today, 
Yeah. You know, maybe or cuss us out here at 661-244-9852. Let us know if we're wrong about Russia and their uh, relationship with Western Europe. Yeah. Or maybe Belgium is a much better place than we think it is. And maybe maybe the Portuguese aren't a bunch of disease-ridden vermin. <laughs> no, probably not. Well, they probably aren't probably. because they drink a lot of wine. True. I drink a lot of wine. So. See? <laughs> it kind of keeps you fresh. Kills a lot of germs. And if anybody wants to call in and explain the World Cup math to us, so the three points for a win, one point for a draw, and you know all the different possibilities that still exist, go right ahead. Our eyes will glaze over, but we'll still win. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'll tell you what, J-Man, in about five minutes, we probably have the most awesome closing song I'm telling we've you. ever had. I, I don't know what it is. I cannot wait. I'm watching that cl- the clock tick down <sighs> towards it. I, well, I watch the clock tick down anyway because you know, God, it'll never end. But <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I'm telling you, Jay man. Oh. <clears throat> what I'm telling you is, you know, we're doing a show on experts and know-it-alls. You know how hard it is to find a song <laughs> about experts and know-it-alls. It's impossible. <laughs> impossible, I especially tried. since the. Especially since there's a band called the Know-It-Alls, and you get like page after page of results with them. If you go yeah, to Google. but sucky songs. Well, I'm talking a good song. And I'll tell you what, this was oh, yeah. harder oh, yeah. for me than finding a good version of Taps. Remember that? I don't want to revisit it. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's something really wrong on YouTube. As I was uh, getting the the uh, the Latin vibe music for Willie Jeans, as I was clicking through the different Latin songs and the samba music and what have you, even if you put in the search bar Latin instrumental music, it is almost impossible to find instrumental music. Oh, I know. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> And YouTube like, calls themselves on. experts. Uh-huh. I'm just, you know, clicking, clicking on all these samba music songs. And it's like, well, you know, even the ones that say instrumental in the title are not instrumentals. It's, it's, a, exactly. it's an outrage, man. It's an People outrage. don't know. People do not know the pain we go through. Yeah, and, and I know what you're saying out there, folks. You're saying, you know, you experts, you're going, well, I don't think sense karaoke. Well, let me tell you. One, karaoke has background singers. And two, most karaoke is that real electronic-y, MIDI instrumental tinny, thing. And it just sounds tinny. awful. It's tinny. 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 Very tinny. Exactly. You guys think this is easy? You think this is easy? It's not. It is not. <laughs> yeah. 
you could appreciate us a little more. That's all I'm saying. You could. <laughs> it's so hard, and I'm so anal about it, trying to get a good tune. That's why I'm uh-huh. getting fed Velveeta every day by a schmoop, just to put <laughs> me out of her misery. <laughs> She's sitting back feeding me Velveeta going, I don't mind Kenny music. Well, I do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I'll tell you what, Jay, let's wrap it up because I'll tell you what, I was trying I was let's trying to find a song about experts or know-it-alls, and I couldn't find a good one, so you know what I did, J-Man? I found a song sung by a know-it-all. Sure, I could have gone with Tom Lehrer. Harvard mathematician, mm-hmm. Brian May with Queen, astrophysicist. But uh-huh. I wanted to go with someone. I wanted to go with someone who's an expert in all things. Play it. <laughs> and the only one I could find was the lovable Vulcan, Mister Spock. From far beyond the galaxies, I've journeyed to this place to study the behavior patterns of the human race. And I find them highly illogical. Girl meets boy. They fall in love. She says he's everything she's dreamed of. But when they get married, before he's aware, she changes his habits, the way he combs his hair. She changes him to someone he's never been, and then complains he's not like other men. Now really, I find this most illogical. Take the case of your automobile. Greatest invention since man discovered wheels. High dramatic overdrive, floor on the floor. Push-button windows, push-button doors. Double-barrel carburetors rush you any place, but you never can find a parking space. Highly illogical. Take the case of modern man. He works all his life, gives it all he can, saves all his money, works overtime. Pinches every penny, banks every dime. All he can think about is money, but you know that he can't take it with him where he's going to go. Now I find that fascinatingly illogical. Now is the time to journey home, to tell of what I've learned. My people, I believe, have every right to be concerned. For in spite of computers and advanced psychology, behavior patterns are still a mystery. I predict the future of this earthly human race is that having made a mess of Earth, they'll move to outer space. Well, there goes the neighborhood. Totally, completely, absolutely, irrevocably, highly, illogical. Done. There we go. Brilliant. <laughs> Expert. Brilliant. Yep, <coughs> certainly is. Yeah. And a uh, quick reminder, everybody, don't forget, we're on the uh, website, iwsradio.com. 
and at Facebook at IWS Radio. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. <laughs> All right. All right, Matt. Great job, buddy. Later, J-Man. And thanks to Benjamin Franklin. And Jackie. hoo And Jackie and Jamie. And Jesse and Jonas. Jesse. Jeremiah and... John Boy. John Boy and... Hunter and Caleb and Tyler. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Later, dude. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 